Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today we are four of the Fab Five Strong. Meet the ladies. Catherine is here to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Sarah's is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. When you think about wellness, what comes to mind? Spa days, vacations, or maybe even a staycation, diet or exercise, Probably all of these and more, but does your relationship with yourself make that list? Relationships with others require trust, acceptance, compassion, and communication. Do you think your self-relationship deserves any less? And why is a strong and healthy relationship with yourself important? Today, Sarah is going to lead us in a discussion that addresses these questions and more. Sarah. Take it away. Thank you, Whitney. What a great introduction. I couldn't have said it better myself. Today's topic's really important. I want all of us to take a minute and just reflect on what are we doing to improve our relationship with ourselves, and why the heck does it matter? Well, I believe it matters because it's just you. You are you with your own self and your relationship with yourself. And one of the things that I've been working on is healing different parts of myself. And that has been a great step forward in strengthening my relationship with myself. You know, Claudette, I think, can lean into this topic very easily as she is the master at teaching people how to be independent and to heal themselves through different methods of the truth method. So Claudette, I'd love to hear your thoughts around this topic this morning. Oh, I love this topic. You know, I lit up when you came up with this topic and said it. And the thing that we fear the most is what I call the darkness within ourselves. Now, before we get all freaked out over the word darkness, let's understand that darkness only means a lack of consciousness or understanding toward a certain subject. That's it. That's all it means. Let's not get all carried away with that. But we don't understand certain things until we begin to, and this is why it's called an awakening. And the important thing is, do we trust our ego completely? 
which is the false self? Or do we move into loving ourselves, forgiving ourselves, going easy on ourselves, understanding that when we awaken in the spiritual journey to understand that there is a higher power that exists within everything, we are like children. We literally are bumping our way around this and trying to discover how we can move into spirituality in oneness with our creator. This is outside of a religion. There are religions that address it. That's fine. But what I'm speaking of is outside of religion. And so I think we need to take a really good hard look at how we treat ourselves. Because, you know, on one hand, we have all these dreams and aspirations, right? And we wish for this. Well, inspiration is spirit within wishing to move without. That's what inspiration is. So we'll get this this plan, this desire. We want to accomplish something. And then all of a sudden, here comes the ego. You can't do that. You're not enough. You're, you know, you don't deserve this. And we need to train ourselves to recognize that that's false because you wouldn't have gotten the idea in the first place if it weren't inspired by spirit and spirit wishes to be in action. That is when, when we are flowing and we're in action and not stagnant, that's when we're healthy. When we're stagnant, we are not healthy. We're stuck. And so I think one quick way to address this is start paying attention to your thoughts. Start paying attention when you push to do something or you attempt to do this or that or talk to somebody What and you make a mistake, what do you say? And be brave enough to write it down and don't edit it. Be brave enough because I used to go, I used to say to myself, you're so damn stupid. Now, if you're told, if you're telling yourself you're so damn stupid, you're going to be stupid. So stop. You know, the divine is in you. Genius is in you. Why don't you say you're such a damn genius, girl? You just, you're learning, right? Why don't you shift to that and start being your own cheerleader, right? Because a dog that is beaten doesn't thrive. Don't beat yourself up either. Just, we got to stop the bullshit. And and then we have to sit here and go, you know what? Can I dare, okay, I have a double dare before I get quiet. I got a double dare for you. Look in the mirror and look at yourself and go, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Do it seven times. Do it purposefully. Do it with your heart activated. Like just have your hand on your heart. Take a deep breath before you do it and do that every morning for seven times and see if you don't start loving yourself because I'm going to tell you, you will never fulfill your purpose or your dreams until you are fully in love with yourself in the way that you were created to be walking in that power one. And then guess what? When you're full of that love, it flows out to everybody else. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That is it. Mm. Juicy goodness coming from Claudette today. Thank you. That's amazing. And and I love self-forgiveness. I mean, what other way could you strengthen your relationship with yourself than to actually take a minute and forgive yourself? This is such a powerful tip, Claudette. I absolutely love it. Thank you. That was a, 
That was amazing. I love this, Sarah Claudette and Claudette, the Ho'opono, the, what you just shared, um, doing that in front of the mirror is so, so, I'm so happy you brought that. I literally got an emotional reaction when you said to do that because it is truly like unbelievably healing, even, you know, it, healing and improving of self for sure. So that was such a gorgeous exercise that you guys can apply like that every day in the morning, as Claudette mentioned, or really any moment I've done and you, and you can do it and it's called Ho'opono. It's Ho'oponopono. I had to look that shit up multiple times. Ho'oponopono. Thank you, Claudette. Oh, photo, photo. Oh, photo, no. Photo, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> anyway, like that, something like that. It's a Hawaiian prayer and blessing. And you can even do that when you are working to heal relationships. <laughs> it's been effective in relationship healing for me, particularly with uh, family members and friends and ex lovers and boyfriends. And it's like just a super powerful prayer and blessing. blessing. So thank you for that access, Claudette. And, you know, I feel like my journey in life, part of the journey of my, you know, 43 years on this, uh, on this journey has been about improving the relationship with myself, truly. And I just love this topic. It has truly, truly been a top, top priority intention in my life because there was a time when, a long time when I felt very lost. I felt dark. I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt like turmoil inside of me and insecurity and like anger at other people who, you know, my story at the time was how much they'd hurt me. And so it has, you know, it was a dark place, but also filled with a lot of light. Light. I have had an amazing life at the same time, but I've always had this sort of internal struggle around relationship with self and really just feeling like this just fulfillment with just me, like being okay with just me. And I am here to tell you that it is possible to accomplish that even, you know, 30, 40 years into the journey. Um, it is absolutely possible. So this is such a powerful show today. There's so many things involved in the journey, you know, but it really just comes from, you know, number one, like awareness, you know, awareness of self, awareness, how we're feeling, awareness when, you know, we're feeling small or we're feeling, you know, like powerful and just like what's triggering this and like what is happening in me. A lot of people just kind of walk around like just, you know, super like, like not like just unaware, I guess is the right word and not they, because we don't know what we don't know, right? We don't know what we don't know. So, you know, if you're feeling a certain way inside where it's like the opposite of like, like fulfillment or feeling empowered or, you know, feeling like, you know, just empowered is a great word, you know, start to kind of dig in and maybe 
do a little writing about it. Look at the things around you that is like triggering. One of the things for me was like, I kept repeating patterns in intimate relationships that were super unhealthy. And even in some friendships, I mean, I was like, what is it called? A codependent, like I had some friends back in the day, like definitely some major codependence things. And it was just like, you start to like have these same things happen. You're just like, what is happening? You know, and internally, I also could feel that sort of tension and turmoil. So it's like, all right, like let's dig in. And I have, I've been in therapy. I was in therapy for a lot of my life to kind of figure out the things. And it was like, honestly, with that, it was just like, kind of sometimes it felt like like wheels were turning more than like really movement ahead. So I think like the coaching work, you know, at Claudette that you do and Kathleen, our other podcast sister today with, with coaching, you know, like I'm a big fan of having coaches in your life because oftentimes coaches and or and or and people like my fucking five sisters here are a beautiful, amazing soundboard. And they help me see things that I don't see because we don't know what we don't know. So get yourself, number one, also with the people we're around, be aware of how energy travels beyond. We are all energy and we pick up on the energy of all the people in our lives, especially in our close circle. So I would say really pay attention to who you're spending your time with, who you're getting advice from, even our family members, okay, who love us dearly are going to give us advice that will destroy our dreams. They love us, our family members, they love us. They want to protect us. And often that is the worst thing for us, their advice. So be very aware who you're, who you're, you're taking advice from, who you're spending your time with, because that energy is strong, strong, strong. We become who we spend our time with and focus on what makes you feel good, like feel good. You know, like for me, it's like feels good to be working out. It feels good to take five minutes to just like have a meditation. It feels fucking amazing to be going after my dream of fit district. And so another thing on helping improve the relationship with ourselves and especially around building confidence is do things that fill you up, that make you feel good. Whitney's an amazing coach around finding the work you love, find the work you love or a hobby you love. I mean, you could fulfill the need, get your paycheck, but then hobbies, passions, things you love that you enjoy, that fill up your soul and, and make you feel proud of yourself. Mm, filling up your soul. I love it with goodness, not junk, not crap, not negativity. I love it, Catherine, and so proud of you and all of the work that you've done on yourself to create self-love. I know just personally, because we're friends, that that was hard. That was really a lot of work and you've put the time in, you've gotten the coaching and you're much happier. At the end of the day, this self-love and this self-care has created a beautiful Catherine who's now sharing with the world what is possible. And so great job on putting in the time because it's uncomfortable. 
You know, I know a lot of that time when I've done it it, and you dig deep, it's we avoid it because it can be really uncomfortable. And I love that you mentioned diet and exercise. and, And I'll just add right now, don't ignore that appointment that you forgot to make with the doctor. Right. Are you going for your annual checkups? Are you doing your mammograms? Are you taking care of your health even, even internal health, mental, but also physical? What are you not doing today that, or what are you putting aside? What appointment are you putting aside that you're not making a priority? I just love for people to have that consciousness around it. Whitney. Well, around our relationship with ourselves, if we don't have our health, we have nothing. If we have our health, we have all options, all possibilities. If we don't have our health, we've got pretty much very limited of that or really one thing that we're focused on in that moment of getting healthy, right? So absolutely how we feel in our physical. But I can't believe I didn't lead with that, giving my startup as Fit District. But thank you for really reeling that in for me, Sarah. I love you. And just listening. And whose phrase is this? All this yummy goodness. Who says that? Whose is that? Somebody in this group says that all the time. <laughs> yummy goodness. I, I'm, I'm thinking this is like so full of yummy goodness. I don't even know where to start. So I'll say this. I didn't know it was a thing, right? And Catherine alluded to this sort of having this awareness. So I didn't even know having a relationship with yourself was a thing or what certainly a thing that was needed to be healthy and happy and whole. And I guess it wasn't until I realized that I wasn't any of those things that I started asking questions. It's like, why is my life the way it is? You know, I feel like I'm doing all the right things and I'm getting all the wrong results. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why is this the outcome? And so I started asking the questions and and getting some sense of, I guess it would be awareness around what I was doing that was attracting the kinds of people (laughs) that I was surrounding myself with. What was it about me that was attracting those people? Right. And for anyone who has dated the same person over and over again in a with a different face, sometimes with a different face, sometimes they even look alike. Right. Not just, you know, act alike. But why was I doing that? And the work that I was doing, why did I keep finding myself in work situations that had nothing to do with what I wanted to do? And what would make me happy? And so once I started asking the questions and then not just asking, but taking the time to listen, which is the hard, I think the harder part, the questions start to come because you you recognize that something is wrong. Sitting long enough, being quiet long enough to listen to the answers to listen, as Claudette would say, for the truth, right? Connecting and listening to the truth. That's the more challenging part. 
even though once you get started, it really isn't that challenging, but sort of that momentum of getting to that place where you do that. And so why is it important? I feel like sort of the the phrase that sums up a lot of what you've said is a sense of self-worth. And when we don't have a sense of self-worth, that we sort of allow whatever to be in and permeate our lives and then are wondering why nothing is sort of the way that we want, why we aren't happy. And so it became evident to me after some period of time that I needed to have a relationship with myself. I needed to know who I was. I needed to know what I wanted. I needed to be trustworthy to myself, right? I needed to be all the things that I was attempting to be for other people, trustworthy, loyal, supportive, compassionate, helpful, all of those things. I needed to be those things for myself so that I could really be that for other people. And as Claudette said, love your others as you love yourself. But you can't love others as you love yourself because the key to that is as you love yourself. So if you don't love yourself, right, you have a problem. And so developing the self-worth piece was I needed to know what I desired, what I deserved. Right. And then develop the courage to stand up for what I wanted, what I needed. And I will say that in the less than, I don't even want to say it this way because the reality is I learned lessons in every relationship that didn't work out. I'll put it this way. I learned lessons in every relationship that didn't work out the way I thought I wanted it to work out at the time that it wasn't going the way I wanted, right? Because I don't want to say in failed relationships because they didn't fail. They were happening for a reason at that time. And I have learned to choose romantic relationships, platonic relationships, friend relationships, whatever, even the relationship with myself is to not see it as failure, but opportunities to learn and grow. And as long as I'm learning and growing, then I'm getting better at understanding my self-worth, my uh, what I deserve, what I desire, and how to ask for and, and stand up for those things. And so in the relationships, as I I wasn't asking for what I wanted, I was sort of putting up with whatever I got. And then when it didn't, air quotes, work out, I'm, you know, asking why, 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 why didn't this work out? What's wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with me, (laughs) right? I learned there was nothing wrong with me. There was nothing wrong with me. I wasn't broken. I just wasn't exercising my power, my choice, my will in a way that was serving me in the way that I was envisioning rather than in the way it was serving me, which was just filled with life lessons. So what do I do? Nothing novel or earth shattering. It's not rocket science. Journaling 
right? Taking the time to journal, to express what's inside of me, to listen back for how I'm feeling, you know, not just venting, but listening to what all of that is saying, understanding to understand that it doesn't have to be a particular way and to forgive myself and give myself some grace for unfolding the way that that it unfolds. My relationship continues to unfold, but to be constantly in pursuit of the things that were mentioned at the very beginning, trust. Can I trust myself? How do I develop trust with myself? I do that by honoring my word and my commitments to myself right? Compassion and forgiving myself, giving myself grace. At the same time, holding myself accountable, right? So it isn't that, oh, you forgive, I forgive myself and I can just do anything I want the way I want without any regard. Absolutely not. I hold myself accountable, hold myself to a high standard just the way I do with my friends, but I give them forgiveness and grace as well. And so I think in the end, it, it, it has worked itself out for me to, I need to be the friend that I want to have and to be to other people, right? I have to be that for myself. And so the same steps that I would take in building friendships and relationships with other people are the same that I use with myself. And I will say that the, my biggest lessons have come out of the romantic relationships of my life. Although there are some lessons in relationships with girlfriends, particularly girlfriends who are no longer a part of my life or, you know, past girlfriends who are no longer a part of my life, certainly lessons, (laughs) relationships with family, right? And taking the lessons from those and saying, how do they apply to me from Whitney to Whitney, right? Me with myself. So I love that we're talking about this, that if you do, and I'll, I'll close this section with this. And today is one of those days where all the pieces are sort of aligning. I'm doing a, on the day that we're recording this, I'm doing a streaming, a live event and we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs. A couple of weeks ago for this podcast, we recorded an episode about thoughts and words, right? Paying attention to your thoughts, what you think, what you what you say. Words matter. Claudette mentioned this earlier. Words matter. And as I was out moving today, and I, I don't even know what day this is, day 180. I don't even know what today is, 188 or 78 or whatever it is. I have moved every day, every day this year, this far, every single day. And when I was out moving this morning, I listened to an app called Headway. It's a sister app to Headspace, which is a meditation app. And one of the features is it has a, like a random book that it plays, plays book summaries, audio book summaries. And I, I have it on random mode. And the topic for today was about our subconscious, our, the thoughts that we think without thinking, right? 
we talked a couple of weeks ago about the words and the thoughts that we have and the words that we speak. And here we are today in this episode, basically talking the same thing. What are you saying to yourself? Right. What, what am I saying to myself that keeps me from having the relationship with myself that allows me to be the absolute best version of me so that I can go into the world and have the impacts that I want to have? Right. With with my family, with my friends, with strangers, with my clients, whomever. Going back to that whole concept about, you know, love your neighbors as you love yourself, having a sense of self-worth so that you are standing in your power and in your truth so that you can bring that worth to the world, knowing that you have a purpose packaged with your passion and can do what you're here to do. So great topic, Sarah. Glad you brought it up. And Let's continue to look beyond spa days. Spa days are great. I love a good spa day, a massage, you know, mani pedis and all that. But let's look beyond that for our wellness. And at the top of the list, it was already mentioned, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And this mental, emotional health Right. And having a healthy relationship with ourselves has to be at the top, near the top, if not the top of your priority list for that. So mind your mind. That's what I'm hearing today. <laughs> and Whitney, Sarah, did you hear her say 180 days straight of freaking exercise and Incredible. movement? Incredible. Oh, great job, Whitney. Good job, sister. And I love how you ask yourself the hard questions. You lean in and ask what, why, how, you know, of yourself, not of other people. That is just the top of self-care is what do I really want? What do I want to be doing? Am I happy? How am I going to become happy? And I think a lot of um, what we're just coming back to each time is minding your mind, minding what's happening up in there. We are capable of changing how we think that's in our control. And you know what, Catherine, you can't do it for me. Claudette, you can't do it for me. It's me. I've got to do it for me and I'm the only one that can do it. So taking some time for yourself, reflecting, journaling, asking the questions, talking to yourself, forgiving yourself, loving yourself. All of that has been come up today. And I just think it's a really powerful gift to yourself is to take care and lean in and do something today to strengthen your relationship with yourself. Just one thing, 30 seconds each day adding progress on top of progress on top of progress and it becoming a habit. So thank you, ladies. Uh, really, really great conversation today around this topic and everything that you all have contributed because I'm learning all along and I'm learning from you as well. So thank you. Super powerful. Yeah. And Whitney, you were ch talking, it came to me, you know, it's like, Thank you for bringing up that question. First of all, what's wrong with me? Because I 
totally just like related to that, you know, and nothing. (laughs) And when you were, when you were sharing, you know, one of the things that became present for me as you were sharing Whitney was the B word that I have become more and more present to doing in my life. And that is boundaries. I would say literally up until just a couple of years ago, like it was like a non, it was existent, right? It was existent for sure, but definitely a challenge. Boundaries, confronting things, you know, there's, I've talked a lot about the pleaser in me as like kind of, you know, that side of me. And so boundaries, like, like me, like I, like I love saying the word yes. And I think that is a powerful gift to have. And being able to say no too is also a super powerful gift. Being able to speak your truth to anyone in a way that's still respectful, that can still be, you know, loving, right? Even if you're facing something super challenging. So for me, you know, creating boundaries, having those difficult conversations has been a big game changer for me these last couple of of years, because it's telling my soul, you're worth it. You're worth this conversation. You can do it. Just like Claudette said earlier, you're worth it. This is how you feel. Speak it. And if they don't want it, they don't deserve to be at the level that they're in, or maybe deserves not the right word, but this, is this really my person? right? Is this, is there really this alignment? Right. And so I just wanted to throw that in. Cause that was like the B word, the boundary word around improving the relationship with ourselves, I think is a really, really important part. And I'm still learning and growing in that, just like all these other areas we're talking about. So we would love to hear from you if you have any good pieces of boundary advice. <laughs> Ladies, if you have a final, final to share with the group, I know that, gosh, Catherine, such a good one on boundaries. I mean, that's such a powerful suggestion on how to love yourself. I, I, I'm so glad that you mentioned it. I hadn't thought of it. And now that you mentioned it, it's definitely going to be a nugget that I chew on today as, as I move through. Whitney, Claudette, anything final, final from you today? You know, I, to this I just, I listened to everything you guys said. One of the things that jumped out to me was like pep talks, right? To give yourself a pep talk. And we don't, again, we will do that for our girlfriends when they're going through something. We are quick to be there for them and lift them up. And this is not to say that you won't have people who will come alongside you and give you a pep talk and lift you up, but you have to do it for yourself first. You have to do it for yourself often. And I would say, you said this a little while ago, Sarah, right? Progress on top of progress. Just make baby steps, right? And if it is one positive affirmation, one affirmation that serves you in the direction of helping you to improve your relationship with yourself, just do that. If that's all you got, just one little pep talk that moves you in the direction, one affirmation a day, and then build from there. You don't have to do everything all at once. Start small, keep taking steps, and eventually you get where you're going. 
I am just loving everything that everybody has said. It's like this fullness of all angles. And the thing that I had, I think I started to say, and I got so excited before I didn't say it, keep a notebook beside you and listen to yourself talk and write down, I might have said it, but write down what is not so positive and write down what's positive. Like it's not all the time, but you know how you have that thought that keeps repeating and it's not a pleasant one, like especially when we've done something and it didn't work out. So write that down. And then I would say, take your authority over it because you have authority over it. That thought is not sitting here beating you like a wet noodle. You actually can step up and take authority over it. So you can just say something like, okay, what I used to believe is I can't do this. That's something I just shared. I can't do this. Well, I said, the thought of I can't do this serves me no more. I now banish it away from my subconscious and I accept that I can do all things through the truth that strengthens me. So be it. And so it is. And then boom, like, you know, so if you, if you make that note and then you just write something else, go, I replace this with this. I replace it. You'll start to consciously impress upon your subconscious. And the truth is, you can do everything when you're connected to the spirit of truth within you. You can do all things and the truth strengthens you. This is a spiritual precept. It's like a spiritual law. And so that's just one of them, you know, so unwind gently. Unwind and treat yourself as you would treat yourself if you were three. Just start looking at yourself like that, because guess what? You're coming out of that darkness. I mentioned that lower consciousness or not understanding. Everybody's there. It's not anybody's more special than anybody. Everybody's there until we begin to awaken out of it. To awaken is to rise in consciousness. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. You're coming out. Treat yourself well. Love yourself. Keep it simple and love yourself. Drop the mic there, Claudette. Thank you for sharing. Whitney, I'm going to let you close us out today as you so masterfully always do. I also want to thank our audience for joining us and we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what your suggestions are. What can we do ourselves? Um, we know how brilliant you all are and we'd love to know more about what you're doing for your self-care. Sarah, thanks for leading us in this awesome discussion and you know, following up with Sarah said, we'd love to hear from you. How are you building, developing, enhancing your relationship with yourself? What are you, what are you doing? Maybe there's something that you're doing that's different from what we've mentioned here. And if so, we would love for you to share with our other sisters how they can improve. So let's share the love, right? You're loving yourself. Now help others to love themselves and to build better relationships with themselves. Because when we're all in great relationships with ourselves, we can then have great relationships with others. We have great relationships with others. We can heal the world, right? And we can all use some world healing right about now. So if you have not done so, please 
leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. You can check us out. Facebook, Instagram, we're there. Check us out there and you can leave information there about what it is you are doing to love yourself. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.